Welcome to the Art Chatter Podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaynor Leverett Jakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Welcome along to episode 44 of Art Chatter, where today Gaynor and I will be discussing how maybe you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Over to you, Gaynor. That's it really, isn't it? (laughs) Right, that's it done. That's it, all done. Short one today. (laughs) Morning, Karen. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Happy February. We've just had Valentine's. I know, I know. Well, we will have. I mean, we're just sort of... You know, yeah. when this goes yeah, out. We're, we're ahead of Valentine's, we're before Valentine's, but it should come out. So happy Valentine's Day to everybody. I hope you're looking after yourself. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, because a lot of people do non-Valentine's Days and things like that, don't they now? And girls' days, Galentine's. Really? We're girlfriend. Yeah, where a group of um, girls get together and make sure they're all looked after and go out for dinner or, you know, just have a girls' night in or whatever. Yeah. I think that's a really sweet idea. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Anyway, how's the studio going? Let's have a quick update on Karen's mammoth painting. It's coming thing. along. It's coming along well, and I'm Is looking it? looking forward to a break when I'm going to go up north and see my eldest daughter. That's nice. You're going to go walking, aren't you? I am. Oh, I can't wait. You'll come back from that, and you'll go. I walked along the Yorkshire Moors and therefore everything's changing. <laughs> Actually, when this comes out, because mm. I'm, ju- I'm going just shortly, mm. um, when this comes out, I will be just back. So I'll be a bundle of energy. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's nice. It's nice that you get to see your daughter as well. Too true. I always love it. I always love it when sound engineer is around <laughs> for me to see him. Uh, anyway, right, come on, let's crack on. I'm sorry, but you're distracting me. <laughs> cheeky, cheeky. Yeah. Yeah, so what we were going to talk about today, do you want to explain? Do you want me to? I mean, that whole don't judge a book by its cover thing, we were talking about assumptions, weren't we? Yes. I think it's because you were talking about something you'd sold at an event mm. after an event had happened. Mm. And I think you said, well, I didn't think that they would buy it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this often happens. I think we, you know, when you're doing often, no matter who it is you talk to, if you're a member of a group or um, an art group or you have any training in sales with your own work, Often they'll say, right, you know, so assume you see your your perfect client in your head. Sorry, I'm doing my fakey voice now. <laughs> assume you see your perfect client in your head 
And how old are... Oh, they're between 18 and 30, or they're between 30 and 40, you know. They're young professionals, and they were Prada, and da-di-da, that my people don't wear Prada, I'm just going to say that now. Um, you know, they, it's But they could, of, they could, they could. They <laughs> could, that's the thing, they could, they could. Um, and it's that sort of thing where you're guided to really hone down on who it is you relate to when you're at an event, who your market is, who you're yeah. working towards. So you see as somebody coming in and you know to smile because they're your people. And it's that, it's that kind of mentality, I think, which can help and obviously helps a lot of people. But I had quite expensive paintings up for me and there were several on the wall and Nana came in, obviously like a lady kind of our age, not that we're Nanas, but, you know, we're obviously young and hip. We could be. <laughs> but we could be, we could be. Um, and a Nana came in and said, oh, I quite like those. My daughter's a painter, I'll have to show her. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And this is something that's said on a regular basis. Oh, my daughter, my family, my great uncle's a painter. Da -da -da. That is a, it's a regular conversation with when you're at an art fair or um, an art event. And people always know an artist which is lovely because it's a point of reference for them to connect so she she was like I'll go and get her so a young woman with a pushchair walks in and immediately you know the assumption is very easy to make young lady with baby I don't know mid-20s late 20s they're setting you know they're still there's a lot of financial pressure on young families and that isn't always the space for luxury items. And so a young lady walks in and goes, oh, I really like those. How do you do them? And I said, oh, I believe you're a painter. Yes, yes, I am, but not like this. I do more bloody blah, blah. Okay, okay. And chat, 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 chat. And she says, oh, I really, really like them. Mm, I'm going to leave the baby with my mum for a minute and just bring my husband in to look at one. I was like, absolutely, you, you're very welcome to. Off she goes, comes back with husband and they look. And they go, yeah. And then they walk off. I was like, yeah, well, that was nice. It was a compliment. They obviously like my work. Great. Good compliment. And then she comes back and says, I'd really like those two, but would you do me a deal? And I was like, oh, my heart sunk. And I said, actually, it's kind of, I could, but I've already, because I'm here at this event, made them, the pricing quite competitive. So I could do you a deal for the four, like laughing. <laughs> I can't, I can't and, believe that you said that. <laughs> I know. And uh, I don't know, it's like 5% or something or 10% for four. And so she went, oh, great, hold on, let me go and get my husband. And they bought all four, just like, yeah, click my fingers there for sound effect. But it would have been very easy to dismiss a young couple. I didn't expect them to buy four paintings immediately. And it was, they're not in my target group, you know, as far as my marketing plan is concerned and the analysis that I've done over the years. They're just not. And so it really, what do we do with that? Yeah, they, it just shows that there's always going to be those that fall outside of your market, as it were. I remember years ago, I had some work up and I had you know, pieces that you could tell were seascapes. And mm. then you had, I had one piece that was more abstract. 
you know, mm. the, you couldn't tell it was a seascape and it was quite muted. It was all greys and ochres, bit of indigo. And this older lady came in and she was going round and she was talking about all the work mm. and was really quite interested in sort of how it was made. And she was quite traditional in her dress. Mm. And so I thought, well, she must be, you know, her tastes may be more traditional. So I was really quite laid back and relaxed about my work because I thought um, one of the art, other artists' work might suit her suit her better. I know. And really, I shouldn't have even thought that. Mm. It's very easy to because yeah. she, turn, she turned around and like the more abstract piece of mind. So <laughs> what what people wear, what they look like has nothing to do with, well, yeah. I don't know, nothing to do with what they actually like looking at. Yeah, absolutely. We can't box everybody in. It's like that I remember that lady that came when we had the pop-up shop and I was stewarding one day and she... Walked in, had holes in her leggings, welly boots on, had obviously been Out on a dog walk. walk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it okay. was a dog walk. It wasn't, you know, this wasn't her standard. And she said, I just sort of popped my head in. Is that okay? And I said, oh, come on in. And she said, I've got muddy boots on. I said, I don't really care. And it's absolutely fine. We're going to wipe down, blah, de, blah. And... Um, so she came in with dog and a mop because she'd just been to the hardware shop. And she looked at me and she said, I really like that painting and you take pictures of it for me. And it was one of yours, actually. And I said, yeah, sure. So I took a picture of it for her and thought nothing of it, emailed it to her. And the next day she came back with the cash to buy it. And that was another one where actually she literally popped her head in for a second. Now, the other thing that they do, you know, they, the big they, um, that people advise when they're giving you marketing tips and who you market towards and all those sorts of things, is it's seven connections. Oh, explain. Before you sell. Explain, explain that. Well, it often takes, apparently, people seven queries or looking or... Uh, connections with you to feel that oh, they right. trust you, that they Understand. like the. So it might be that you, uh, they saw you at an event, and then they take your card, and then you they sign up to your newsletter, and they follow you on Instagram, and they see different things, and then they see the painting again, and then you send an email, and it's got the painting on again, and they think, oh, I really like that, and then they send you a message, how big is it? And you say, oh, no pressure, but it's, I don't know, 10 by 10, whatever. Yeah. And they come back and they go, okay, I can't really afford it at the moment. You go, no worries. And then you send it out on Instagram or something. And then eventually they think, I know this painter. I know their work. And that painting always calls to me. And that's when they come back to you. So if you're at an in-person event, it might be that they go away and look at your website and then to, to establish how um, how much work you've done, how many followers you have. Oh, right, you're that painter and you connect with those people. And so they've got some level of understanding of where you're at and the, your value to them. And then they come back to you. So it's kind of 
you know? So often instant decisions are rarely made, apparently, unless somebody's physically looking for art and they go deliberately to look in a certain gallery because they like that sort of work or they go to a contemporary art fair because they know the level of work there or they go to an event because they've had past experience of looking there. So that, again, is like the first connection. So you've established, effectively, you've established the um, the credentials of the people within. Mm. So it's like Peacock Art Trail. Many people go year on year. So the first connection is made because they trust the art fair to have good standard of work. Right. Okay, so it could be that, and then they start to follow people. So it's that level of, you know, there is connection or criteria that you meet because they trust it. And I suppose, you know, they also get a feel for the work you produce. And so yeah. you end up being, I mean, we're being labelled in a way as well, aren't we? We're, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, well, you're the one that does the big skies, you know, or, yeah. you know, it gives them a... Oh my God, you've got loud colours. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> no, you talk about loud colours. I seem to have loads of colour in my work at the moment in the studio. Oh God. Isn't it weird how... Sorry, just a little digress. digress. Yeah. Um, you've got loud colours and I did landscapes last year. So, oh my God, we're rubbing off on each other. <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally, we are becoming we're, one. More, we're morphing. Morphing. No. <laughs> oh, that would be terrifying, wouldn't it? Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway, yes, so that's kind of where we are marketing. Well, it's just that whole kind of, it's easy to make assumptions about why would they like my work they're not the right people and you know I do it's funny because if I'm I suppose if I'm on the buying side Mm. or choosing side Mm. you know taking it quite literally I do judge a book by its cover if I'm buying a book yes I do look it is it is the, the way that it's presented it's, mm. it, I suppose it all is wrapped up, isn't it? It's the presentation, it's the image, the title. Yeah. yeah. Um, the but little blurb. Do you blurb. look for um, authors? So you have you got a particular author that you follow, perhaps, where you know that you'll enjoy one of their books? I do look for authors that I've read before, but I mm. also look for genre of book rather than other things or a couple of genres. Again, but that's the same, yeah. isn't it? It's kind of, you know your comfort zone. Oh, I know what I like. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. You know what you enjoy. Yeah. You know what you enjoy. I remember the story, actually, when Harry Potter first came out and many, many adults were reading it along. I'll put my hand up. Yes, yeah, we yeah, did. absolutely. But they actually, marketing realised that a lot of adults were buying them and take it, buying the hardcovers and taking... The wrapper, you and know, the dust, the, sheet. the dust sheet off. Yeah. So it, they could read it on the tube and things anonymously. So they actually marketed to adults by doing, a, you know, a plain blue cover or something and just having the words quite small of what it was so that people could sit and not feel judged on the tubes and everything. I mean, other people are loud and proud and they kind of get it out and they're reading what's marketed towards young people. But, mm-hmm. um but again, that's a marketing strategy. It's like, oh, well, if you want it without a dust sheet, we can do that. You know, it's knowing your audience in that way. It's kind of adapting quickly. I know that the um, book covers 
did um, evolve. It started off quite illustrative, the first yes. one, mm. and then it changed as the as the films yeah. were, or the books were, and the films, yeah. films and books, no books and films. Um, as the books were released, the Absolutely. covers became more sophisticated. Yes, um, yeah, because it was the children's books initially, and then yeah. they suddenly realised, oh, we have an additional market here, not just the Kiddlywinkles. It rem- yeah. yeah, it reminds me of years ago when the books were out. Mm. I think there were three of us reading with, with one book <laughs> and we all had different sort of page markers. <laughs> <laughs> and if you got back, to, we were camping at the time and um, so you'd have a head torch on. Yeah. Reading at night when, you know, when my daughter was asleep mm. and we were still up, it was sort of just, okay, Time for book. Oh, I've grabbed it. It's like, oh, you've got it. No, you've got it. Yes, indeed. So, yes, you never know. There's always other people outside that little target audience that you have, is basically what we're saying. The one, the other thing I was thinking about is that mm. if you are, um, I suppose, pigeonholed in the type of work you do, how, yeah. do you, how do you break out of that? What if you don't want to be? Known for your landscapes and seascapes or big skies and you want to move into a different subject matter. It's kind of well, tricky, isn't it, really? Well, is it? Can you just change? I think it would be difficult for those people you'd already built a relationship with in but, terms of those seven... Yeah, seven, seven interactions. Yeah. Because it would shock them, wouldn't it? But... If they're not collecting your work on a regular basis, does that matter? Probably not. I mean, one of my favourite artists, as you well know, is David Bowie. As, as a, actually, as, a, as a, a painting artist as well, it's interesting, um, but also as a musical artist. And he reinvented himself on a regular basis. And so maybe that's okay. Maybe there was a, th- there's a thread of what you do. I'm just thinking of Catherine Beale... Um, who's a watercolour artist. Yeah. And she does um, portraits and she does landscapes, but it's her use of the medium, which is the thread that links the two subjects. Mm. So I don't think, um, yeah, maybe the subject matter isn't it. You'd still have that identity in terms of the style you use, how you use the paint. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I think when I was doing... um, a, a big series last year for Square Club. I, a lot of the paintings that I did were quite different to previous ones. You know, I've gone through a phase of doing floral paintings, very abstract, as in not representational at all, even kind of semi abstract, to doing semi abstracted landscapes. Um, and I've just quite selfishly gone with where the mood takes me. Isn't that the best way to paint though sometimes? It is. It is because it's been, it's great fun and I love it. I do love it. Because I don't think I could just replicate over and over the same thing. I do go where the mood takes me. It's funny that you say that because I'm working, um, or I've been working on a couple of um, 50 by 100 pieces. Mm. And I don't know if it's the proportion of the canvas or the board I'm working on Mm. but I've got two I'm going to do them as a dip you know they're going to be a diptych Mm. 
And I don't know whether it's the colours that I've been using, but I sort of put a few layers on. And after the first sort of set of layers on, I stood back and thought, oh, that reminds me of a piece I did a couple of years ago. Funny. And I, I don't know what's driven it at all, but I, was, I wasn't thinking. So I was just going with the flow. But that's... Uh, and it popped that's up. That's when the magic happens. It's almost like a game. You know, got another moorland. That's really nice, though, because that is going... You know, that's almost when you're out of your head and the magic happens. Sounds like, yeah, it is, it is magical, isn't it? When you suddenly see something evolving in front of you. Yeah, I mean, let's take a minute to just appreciate. People take a lump of clay and make something so different from the person next to them. I mean, I don't know if you've watched The Great Pottery Throwdown or whatever. Is, is that what it's called? No, but I have been watching the... The sky, what's it, landscape painter of the year? Yeah. And the styles on that are just so diverse. I was, I remember watching, I think it might have been the first one, and you, they had introduced, um, there was a collage artist, there was um, a chap that did illust- more illustrative work and quite surreal backgrounds. Yeah. And then there were more, I say, traditional painters in terms of it was, it was paint rather than... Yes you know, using other mediums. Media. Mm. And I preferred, this chap had done some beautiful painting, quite understated, and just really appealed to me. And the mm. judges chose this other chap with this surreal background that, to me, bore no relation to what he was painting. You know, I just thought, yeah, it's... choice, but the, the diversity between everybody. Yeah, absolutely. It's impressive. Yeah, one of the things on the Pottery Throwdown is, which I think, actually, one of um, Andrew Doody-Doo's, Andrew Edelston. Edelston, yeah. Yeah. One of his pots has been featured before. Some of his little pots have been on there. So talented. Anyway, go and see Andrew Edelston's work if you are interested in buying a little pot. Um, yeah, the, on the third down. So one of the things is they have a challenge to all do the same thing. Like um, last week it was a stoneware water bottle. You know, the old-fashioned ones that are kind of tubular with a little spout. And they were so different. They were using the same material, the same design, really. Was this, um, their, is this their sort of challenge at the end where they produce it? Or is this their 15-minute do as many as you can challenge. Yeah, no, it was a this this time they're doing a challenge where um the one of the advisors whose name I don't know um sits down and does a piece and then they all have to do as their many, version of it. Do no, as just many one. As, oh, just one, right. Yeah, just one version of that. Okay. And um they I mean they're just doing one thing. There is a pattern to follow. And yet every single one is totally different. And and that's the thing is even when you're given a standard item, our personality comes into it. It's and that's the thread, I think, in work. And that's what people buy into is the thread that you give. I mean, I've I've changed a lot with mediums. You know, I've gone from straight all paints. Uh, I've worked with acrylics and delved into that um, and then moved across into oil and wax 
to see how that feels for me. And it's, it's, at the moment, it's a really nice fit. But I still paint the same way effectively. I mean, with acrylics, I made them feel more, more like oils anyway, because I added so much medium. And with, um, I know, Karen's laughing at me now because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 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 okay. And then even when I moved into oil and wax, the feeling is the same. It's that heavy, I like that heavy mix where you're almost, you know, you've got the pace. I think that's my thread through the work. And also the fact that I scrape back, you know, you do too, but in a very different way. You do millions of layers, but they're thinner layers. I use whereas mine are very chunky thin. fat layers. Yeah. <laughs> I use really thin layers. When I was doing collage, mm. I mean, I still do collage, but I don't do big pieces with collage. Yeah. In terms of placing pieces of paper or collage material, yeah. I find myself now thinking of paintings in the same way almost oh that's interesting i'm thinking oh i need a block of color here isn't it interesting what informs you and i wonder if it's because with collage i it gave me more time to move things around and consider Mm. and when i paint i'm normally quite intuitive and really just going for it Mm. but when you come to reviewing and sort of you know they're, they're sort of the latter stages of a painting where or, or you it needs to balance yeah you're trying to balance it out and you're thinking about mm. composition and sort of where the light is and you're thinking mm. actually no i want a bit of that color there as well to draw the eye etc etc yes. i start thinking in terms of blocks or you know areas of color mm. and patterning and you know texture just sort of, yeah. s- sort of pull it together but i think that's something i've i've honed more through collage than actually painting that's really interesting so it's worth trying other things isn't it because you don't know how they're going to feed into your work yeah at christmas we had american visitors um and one of whom is a lady called anne stone who is um, a potter and glass artist but also does um i'm trying to think of the word of it now does Locker stitching, locker. Oh, I don't know what that is. Describe it. Right. I don't know the name, so, but describe it. It's an old Yorkshire tradition, apparently, where people used to use a hessian bag and thread old, like, strips of cotton. Is it through. like rag, rag rugs? Almost. Yes, yes, yes. Like rag rugs. Very similar to that. Um, in fact, it might be that. I just haven't, I don't know the differentials in, yeah. from the States to the UK, kind of swapping language. Um, but really lovely craft. But because it's an old established craft, it's actually, um, there are bodies who um, support it in the USA. Okay, oh, right, it's, yeah. It's something that's, you know, an old traditional craft. What was my point? Oh, yeah. My point was, Anne can tell when she's done one of these, she can tell her work separate to somebody else's. And often the textures will inform her work in her ceramics. Mm. And then the patterns, she will often then translate across into her glasswork. And she said it's interesting how one can inform the other. Mm. And that's, that's, so doing different things, even though they're very different, 
um, disciplines, very different mediums, using rags and, um, you know, pulling it through and then working with ceramics and her ceramics are beautiful. And then doing the glasswork, which again is beautiful. And she has, you know, a lot of commissions with the glasswork. Very different work. And yet you can tell it's hers. I was going to say, you can always put, uh, you know, spot your yeah. own work in, a, in an exhibition, yeah. can't you? Absolutely. So there's something about our personality that must shine through. And as long as we're working, and I think that's what people are drawn to. Yeah, we just have to be true to ourselves. Absolutely, because if you try to copy, I mean, I did, Anne was very kind and gave me a couple of the, the small ones. So I've done a couple of 12 by 12s for our home. And uh, I actually love them, they're great. Um, and I was very, very pleased. But I can tell, her, I mean, apart from the fact that she's very much more polished than I am, and mine were a bit sticky-outy. Um, but again, I was like, but my colours, I chose colours that I like. Yeah. I chose um, contrasts that I like because I often contrast the similar colours against each other. And so even though it was kind of a squared pattern, I knew it was mine because of the colours and the patterns and the texture that I'd chosen. Mm. So it is about, you know, being true to yourself with all of your work because that's what must come through. Does that make sense? It does. I'm just musing. Puzzling, yeah. amusing. No, I'm musing. I'm just thinking, yes. So if you look at, you know, I'm just looking around the studio sort of seeing where where all my work is all getting finishing not finishing touches but sort of <laughs> sort of getting there pulling into, together pulling together and sort of wondering whether it will hang together as a an exhibition you know yes i'm just glad there are loads of different rooms because there's going to be different flavors of work but it's all me <laughs> i there's, but there's going to be that's the continuous thread is you isn't it yeah and it, you know you're enjoying it. Oh, I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm really loving it. But I will mm. look forward to a break. Yeah, I think walking it, I think in it, the Yorkshire Dales will be lovely. Yeah, and having sort of time away to almost let everything settle. Yeah. And then be able to come back mm. and sort of see it all with fresh eyes, really. I think that makes sense. Because you can get too close i think sometimes yes you'll be step away get away <laughs> step back and you know go and do something different <laughs> yeah for sure for sure so what are you up to this week then apart from just i'm because you're not slogging away you're enjoying it yeah i mean slogging away it just means i'm putting the hours in i'm enjoying it yes. but putting the hours in yeah i've now moved on to the bigger pieces Ooh. i know i know a little bit daunted oh, by it, by yeah. the size of them. Got sort of several have been on the go for quite a while because I've been sort of dipping, dipping into doing a big one and then sort of going back to doing smaller ones. Mm. And I'm starting to think about, as well as getting these ones done in terms of finishing off the work mm. and maybe photographing work. I've bought some lights. Oh. I've bought some of the, you know... Some... Lights, camera, action. Well, my wow. studio's got spotlights, so it's really bad for um, yeah. taking photographs. Yeah. 
So I've bought some of these ones with um, not umbrellas, but sort of like reflective boxes. You have like a screen over. Yeah. So I'm, I'm doing arm movements to yeah. describe it. You're flapping like a seagull. <laughs> so you can angle. So it's two things, two things on tripods with um, like a diffusing sort of screen. Yeah. So it doesn't look too glary. Nice. So I'm go- going to do, take some decent photographs of the work. Yeah. And I want to do things like get some cards made up and then, you know, mm. think think about, you know, how does it all feed into a, maybe a little brochure or something to go with the exhibition. Yeah. But I want to do it bit by bit as I'm, maybe that would be, be what I'm doing when I'm sort of stepping away from these big pieces. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give myself some give of my, the additional things. Yeah, give myself a breather so that I don't sort of look at these big pieces and think, oh no, <laughs> it's going, not wrong, but it's got a while to go, you know. But you show, you did give me a quick peek mm-hmm. earlier and they're absolutely stunning. I know you want to add more to them, but other people would, you know, snap them up in a second. They're beautiful. Yeah, I I know that my husband came in and he goes, well, you probably could sell that as it is, but I know there's bits I want to change. I know there's a compliment in there. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't phrased quite the way you'd like to hear it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, it's, it's, um, I think this is it. You know, sometimes people can see work and think it's finished, but it's only up to us, isn't it, at the end of the day? Yeah, it's got to feel right to you. Yeah. Well, it's us. We're putting our personalities out there, aren't we? We're putting out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, that's where I am now. I'm starting the big pieces. Well, moving, nice. you, know, you know, starting to really sort of get these done. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of revisiting ones I've started, but um, I've got two that I haven't started yet. But okay. I have got a good couple of months to get those done. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. It will all be. On track. Everything's on Mm. track and... um, That's good. That's good. And I think that scheduled break is probably a really positive thing because you can clear your head for a couple of days and just stop, reevaluate where you are, see how much you've done because, wow. I know. Boy, howdy, how you've been working. Who would have Um, thought it? (laughs) Well, you are quite disciplined, let's face it. Um... (laughs) You know, you're very good. And also, it's fun. When you've got a target to meet, I'm not saying the pressure is fun because it is kind of, oh my God, will these be done? And will they look right? And will they hang well together? And blah, blah, blah. Actually, yes, because it's your work. Mm-hmm. You've got a lovely colour palette. All of those things are taken care of because you've got the experience to know what you're doing. It's just the fun of actually... I've got the opportunity here to just spend a few months in the studio painting away. How lovely is that? I think everybody should try having an intensive painting time and see and see how much you actually produce. Mm. And have a body of work that it, hangs together. Yeah, I, I'm really, I suppose I think I'll, I'll end up being quite proud that I've actually managed to create so much work that I'm pleased with. Mm. I think that's going to be the overriding emotion at the end of it, that really proud that I've sort of done it. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. But I'm I'm I'm, looking forward to the launch party. Well, me too, me too. But it's a while yet, it's a while yet. I know, but you know, I've 
got it roughly planned in my head <laughs> to come and see everything. Before that, we have, I think, on the 3rd of February, which is well, on, well, on before the th- and after. Yeah, so so the 3rd of February, that Sarah was Bowden. that was Sarah Bowden's. Yep. So, view. which, again, a private view of Sarah Bowden's work. If you haven't seen Sarah's work, go and have a look because she's doing it as a theme. A whole three-month tenancy there. Yeah, so this is this is going out after her private view. So you have yes. missed that opportunity. But um, you can always go and have a look on yeah. her website um, or go actually to the Square Club in Clifton and Bristol. You can park outside, everybody. Yeah, and see, um, the, see the stuff in the flesh. And go and see the work in the flesh because it's absolutely stunning work. Um, inspired so you, by her travels. yeah. But you've just left the Square Club, and so of those pieces that you've still got, mm. are they? Have you got any plans for those? Yep, I've been invited to show them in different places. So, Pizza on the Park in Bristol, and some of the Clifton hotels as well have taken some of the others, which Fantastic. is really nice. Yeah, I'm I'm really really pleased, and. Thank you to the people who actually have also commissioned me to do so. I don't do commissions very often. That This is another conversation for another time. Yeah. Because Karen and I have very varying views on commissions. Um, however, one person wanted... I had a piece that was, I think, 50 by 50, and they needed it 70 by 90. Ah. And asked me to do a version similar... But not exact. Was, but not exact. Oh, fantastic. But the same colours, the same feel. Brilliant. So that was quite easy for me to translate. Yeah. So I'm still, I'm working on that at the moment. And another one that was a metre square that people needed it because they're in, again, in Australia, which seems to be a place <laughs> where people buy my work. I don't <laughs> know why. Um, they wanted a large piece of again 90 by 70 but on canvas because it's lighter. it couldn't be yeah it couldn't be as heavy to send um and they needed it to be slightly smaller than a meter by meter so that again that's a similar size 90 by 70 so you'll be so busy. really pleased yes so in the middle of those two at the moment oh i can't wait to see those you have to yeah. share details of them or something on Instagram yeah, I will. Or something. I'll, I'll have to show little bits because until the commissions actually go to, the yeah, people, I know you can't, you can't show it's it. The same as you are. I, yeah, I, yeah. It's it's a bit. Keep it private until then. Exactly until they're ready to have it shown. So. Yeah. Yes, but very Fantastic. exciting times. Very exciting times. Right. So I will love you and leave you. Get yeah. back to work. No, Come no. on. <laughs> what are you doing, slacking? <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna get sort of turn my head to things I need to take with me for the weekend up north. You go, yeah. Are you about to go this weekend? It should be, it should be, yeah. I'm going this weekend, and so yeah, perfect. I'll be. This will go out after I'm back, so it's a bit perfect. of perfect. I'll be. Yes, it's quite funny, really. Yeah, I know. Time travellers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, have a lovely creative week, everybody. And yeah. lots of love to you all, and I hope some of our ramblings can um, connect with you, and. If you'd like to know more about Karen or myself, um, you can subscribe to our newsletters. What are you, Karen? Well, my website is karengeorgeart.co.uk and you can click on a button on there and you are 
gayneryart.com. Um, and on Instagram and anywhere else, actually, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, me too, Karen George. LJ Art. And you're Karen George Art, aren't you, everywhere? Correct, yes. Yeah, and we do get... and do subscribe to the um, Doody Doody that was just speaking, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, subscribe, <laughs> hit the button, because we will then just drop into your inbox. There you go, promo time. Getting Ooh. better at this. <laughs> <laughs> you never know you might have thought we're doing this for a while anyway yeah, yeah. All right. I better have a lovely week yeah take care yeah. now take care bye. lots of love bye small